everyone and welcome back to the Kate Coaching Podcast where we discuss all things health, fitness and mindset and on today's episode I want to talk about the binge restrict cycle and how to break it. I actually started this video like three times, this is like my third time starting it and I'm just going to go with it now because I always plan out my podcasts and they just never go to plan so I don't know why I bother and then I get up in heat because I'm like oh, I'm not following what I said that I'd follow um, or like how to follow by what I've structured out and it just never goes like that and it's so funny I was actually when we chatting to Kriva the other day she edits my podcasts and hi Kriva by the way <laughs> um but she was saying like Kate you'll be in a I'll be editing your podcast and like you'll ask someone something and then you chat about something and you end up going on a massive tangent and she's like okay where is this going um so yeah sorry to all the listeners who listen to the tangents and then it never kind of that question never gets answered but honestly if there is questions you have after certain podcasts mm-hmm. or like anything or you need advice or tips on anything for anyone listening just reach out to me you can either email me at katecoaching at gmail.com I'll leave that below or you can just message me on Instagram and I'm more than happy to give more tips if you have any more questions after um, listening to a podcast or in general. So, yeah, don't ever be afraid to just message me. That's what I'm here for. And I love chatting as well to people. So, um, yeah, but this podcast is all going to be around how to break the binge restrict cycle. So I think this is something that's just very apparent um nowadays i suppose it always has kind of been there as long as dieting has been around yo-yo dieting um you know all these fad diets so to say where they're very restrictive it can really end up you know usually after things like yo-yo diets you end up in kind of a binge restrict cycle if they have been very restrictive so what is a binge restrict cycle it's essentially where you restrict yourself through maybe a certain diet and you don't allow for foods that you enjoy or you don't allow for any balance whatsoever within the dieting phase and you're a lot of people say like that they might be on track and the minute then you fall off track or off the bandwagon is language that's often used um which I really don't like because anytime you say to yourself like even if you just kind of say it in passing and you're not saying it that like seriously or whatever where you're like oh I'm on track now I'm back on it back on the bandwagon you know you haven't you can't really get back on your life you know what I mean like as in you can't really get back on track when you've never really been off track you're always on track you can't fall off track from your life so let's say if someone comes to me and they're on a dieting phase or they're in a dieting phase or whatever and they're like oh my god okay fell off track the weekend there had pizza and an ice cream and a few cocktails out how is that off track when that's part of your life you know and then they're like yeah but I'm in a dieting phase and I'm like yeah but you're going to do that after the dieting phase as well so it's important that you realize that that's not you being off track that's you valuing your pizza in on your night out and your couple of cocktails and your ice cream with your friends with your family and enjoying food as part of that experience and because you really really enjoy it now if you're having it every single weekend in a dieting phase obviously it's not going to be it's not going to be that much of a successful dieting phase but 
you know, if you're if you're going for pizza, drinks, and ice cream every weekend is what I mean. But um, I think what's important is to realize that you haven't fallen off track, even if you are in a dieting phase and there is nights nights out or there is um social occasions and stuff like that. If they if you can't be taught by a coach how to manage those and fit those into your life without guilt and without feeling like you've went off track then you're with the wrong coach because that is part of your life and that's going to be part of your life after your dieting phase and you want you don't want to finish your dieting phase and then end up going all out on things like you know that you've missed out on like pizzas pints um pints of goodness for me anyways (laughs) any foods that you've restricted like if you've restricted those throughout your dieting phase and then you're going to go all out in them afterwards what good is it because you're literally going to eventually undo all the progress that you've made um and you're going to feel like a failure then you know you're going to feel like you failed you feel like you put back on all the way because you aren't able to stick to this really restrictive diet that doesn't fit into your life it's actually really sad and I actually did a post on it the other day but it that is essentially what happens so people will go on these eight-week challenges or six-week challenges or whatever they are and lose loads of weight but in in that time you're not living like the way you normally would you know you're being really strict with meals you're being really strict with like exercise there's no leeway really allowed at all at all like you're probably not going on nights out you're probably really not like enjoying your takeaway whenever you want it you're not allowing for things like ice cream on the beach on a Sunday and you know after your Sunday roast or whatever it might be without either feeling guilt which you shouldn't feel or else feeling like you've went off track which you absolutely didn't when that is part of your life so your dieting phase should fit into your life and you should be able to learn how to have balance and how to incorporate all the foods you love into your dieting phase Um, and also learn how to have like the unconditional permission to eat where if you do want a random almond cross on the Wednesday morning during your dieting phase that you can have that without guilt and without feeling like you've gone off track um like that wouldn't even come into your mind you know um and then because you're finding that balance within your dieting phase your dieting phase might take a small bit longer but the way you do lose you'll be able to sustain that weight loss and also on top of that you'll find what balance actually is and you'll be able to practice it then after your dieting phase without feeling the need to track calories or to be so rigid you know what I mean in a diet that obviously doesn't fit into your life um if you're putting loads of things on hold you know it just doesn't make sense and at the time like it might sound great because you're like oh yeah unreal like I'm gonna lose all of this weight in like six or eight weeks but the reality is you're probably going to put on more weight afterwards because you went so long without certain foods and without certain nights out and without you know doing all the things you usually love you're actually better off not doing the dieting phase at all because you know if you go into a dieting phase a really strict one for six to eight weeks and you lose all that weight, it is very likely that you're going to put it all back on and more because you're just going to be so deprived of all the foods and drinks and whatever it is that you loved during that time that it's actually 
you're more than likely going to want to eat more of it because you were deprived of it and then inevitably putting on more weight and then feeling like you're the failure feeling like you're the problem because you couldn't stick to that really restrictive um plan or whatever that you were on you know and then you think that the answer to losing weight again is by going back to that plan but it's not you know that is not the answer going back to that restrictiveness but that's how people do get into that binge restrict cycle where they'll go all on for eight weeks and then all off again and then all on and then all off again and the problem with that is that it's not only that you're probably going to gain more weight over time it's that your mentality towards food is really skewed um and towards exercise you're not seeing it as something that you that can fuel your body that can where you can get any really good energy from that you can improve your health on um and likewise with exercise you're not seeing it as a long-term thing you're rather seeing it as punishment towards your body and that's usually i'm only generalizing here now but that's usually how things end up where you'd end up with like disordered eating habits and then like a poor relationship with exercise so that is essentially kind of what the binge restrict cycle is it doesn't have to happen where you restrict all your food throughout the week and then kind of binge or overeat at the weekend that's the way sometimes it can happen where you'll restrict a lot throughout the week and only eat kind of good foods throughout the week um if you label food as good and bad um and you'll you'll eat very healthy um i've healthy in quotation marks by the way for anyone listening um throughout the week and then you will have maybe one slice of a pizza or you'll have one ice cream or whatever it is that didn't fit into your plan in that day and that's it game over you've fucked it all and you are just hammering into everything and anything that you've missed out on throughout the week or that you deprived yourself of you get to a point maybe where you feel sick and then Monday comes and you feel like absolute shit you feel horrible in yourself you're really really bloated you're being really hard on yourself you're beating yourself up why did you do that you feel miserable and then you think the answer to helping or to making you feel better is through restricting again so you might skip your breakfast you might skip your lunch you might need till dinner and then you'll have something small and then Tuesday you'll just get back on track I'm putting that in quotations and the same thing will happen again then come the weekend because you are actually restricting yourself again so you're depriving your body again of food so what I'd recommend in order to break this binge restrict cycle is to even if you're not hungry when you wake up the Monday morning it's very important that you have a breakfast lunch dinner um supper three to four regular meals and snacks even if you don't feel hungry for it that is you breaking the cycle also including foods that you don't usually allow yourself and doing that very um slowly if you don't feel up for it you know leaning into the discomfort of having one or two foods that you don't usually allow yourself um daily so for example that might be butter on your toast or it could be um peanut butter on toast or it could be using full fat milk instead of low fat milk or it could be 
I don't know, like putting granola on your yogurt. It could be having cereal after having some toast or something like that. Just leaning into the discomfort of having foods that you don't usually allow yourself that you might binge at or overeat on at the weekend. Um, certain chocolates that you might overeat at on the weekend that you allow yourself throughout the week. And by doing that, it doesn't mean that you're not going to overeat the weekend again. But slowly, if you listen to your hunger cues and you actually have regular meals throughout the week, high in protein, high in fiber, um, lots of fruit and including foods that you deem as maybe bad. I have that in quotation marks um, and ones that you kind of overeat at at the weekend. If you start to try and slowly implement those in your day to day as hard as it may be or as uncomfortable as it may be that is a step in the right direction of you lessening your chance chances of overeating um, by the time the weekend comes. Like I said, it takes practice as well. It's not something that happens overnight, but with time, um, it definitely will help. And then as a result, you will actually start to feel much better in yourself because you'll be regularly feeding your body and fueling it regularly um, and it won't feel like deprived or you won't feel low in energy or you won't have like really maybe poor digestion or really bad bloating you could have that if you're restrict oh, heavily restricting overall then you'll start to feel a lot better in yourself once you start eating more regularly and listening to your internal hunger cues which does take time um, something that can really help with that as well is practicing mindful eating. So really, really, really slowing down your eating, taking a couple of breaths or doing even 90 seconds of breathing before you go to sit down for your meal, making sure your heart rate's a lot lower before you're starting to eat a meal um, and then eating really slowly. What I like to do even now to this day is eat with like a smaller spoon um, like even my oats in the morning or whatever I like to eat them with a small spoon because it helps me to slow down my eating as well so that's a good little tip and just sipping water in between bites and putting your cutlery down can also really help in between um, bites and stuff like that to help really slow down your eating actually chew your food and then kind of describing the food as it goes into your mouth so the texture of it, what it tastes like, um, on a scale of one to 10, how satiating is it? And just being really mindful of your food can really help you recognize if you're satiated after your food or not, which is super important because you could be full after a meal, but if you're not satiated after a meal, you're going to still want more of something, you know? So yeah, that's also really important, practicing that um, in order to break the binge restrict cycle. And I know how difficult it can be doing that and leaning into the discomfort of that. But honestly, even if you're in a, a phase where you want to lose weight and that is your end goal, you are actually better off eating regular meals, high in protein, high in fiber and listening to your hunger cues more and getting lots of water in and mindfully eating and just trying to get, get your like internal hunger cues back over being in a binge restrict cycle because even though it might feel like you're making progress or because you're restricting so heavily throughout the week and you have those feelings of hunger where you're like oh yeah like this is me just dieting and it's going to work you are undoing all of that by overeating or binging at the weekend and you're actually 
you know, it's just me. It makes no sense. And you're not that it makes no sense, but like you're you're likely to see more progress, essentially, if you just eat regularly Um, when it might look like to you that you're eating lots of food. It will probably balance out better if you were to eat more regularly, Um, not all the time, but a lot of the time. Um, I'm trying to think what else happens with the binge restrict cycle. It doesn't, yeah, like I said, it doesn't have to happen weekly. It can happen where, like I was saying, you could do a diet over eight weeks really restrictively. Um, with restrictive diets, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be following a really strict meal plan for it to be restrictive or under eating to an excessive amount for it to be restrictive, even though they are both restrictive. Restrictive diets can also be where you're not on low calories, like where you're in a dieting phase that is very like attainable in the sense that you're not on low calories. But if you're not being taught how to have balance or how to enjoy foods without feeling the need to track them in or without Um, having the unconditional permission to eat or if you're not being taught how to actually genuinely have balance without feeling guilt or to enjoy a weekend away without being consumed by calories even if you're in a dieting phase then that's still restrictive you know what I mean that is still being in a restrictive diet and let's not get this wrong here like dieting is restrictive by nature all diets are restrictive because inevitably you are expending more calories than you're taking in but you can learn to have balance within your dieting phase and once you can nail that then you can nail having balance after your dieting phase and essentially once you have that you can sustain the weight loss you know um so what i would recommend is to make sure you're getting a coach that can teach you all of that so that you don't end up in a binge restrict cycle. You should also be taught how to move away from tracking calories as well. That is very, very important. But other tips I would give in breaking the binge restrict cycle would be you may need to delete my fitness pal. You may need to move away from dieting for a while because dieting does increase your preoccupation with food and if you're someone who is restricting throughout the week and then completely overeating at the weekends on foods that you restrict during the week, you may need to implement those foods more throughout the week. And that might be easier to do if you move away from dieting. And usually what happens is when people move away from dieting in order to break the binge restrict cycle, they end up actually losing weight as a result because they're finally listening to their body and they're not consuming large amounts of food um, all at once. And because of that, everything kind of balances out and usually they may actually lose weight as a result. And that's like with moving away from tracking calories and just listening to their internal hunger cues essentially again um, and getting that regulation back. Um, And as a result, they feel a lot better in, in themselves. They've improved confidence, um, improved body image. And like a lot of the time, they will lose weight as a byproduct of just breaking the binge restrict cycle. 
also yeah so moving away from tracking calories can really really help with breaking it um like deleting my fitness pal and just having regular meals so having three to four regular meals a day starting there is what i'd recommend and then slowly adding in one fear food or two fear foods daily into your diet and sitting down and having them slowly and mindfully not going into those foods hungry so making sure that you're having those foods not too hungry um not being too hungry because that will help you to be more mindful in eating them and also checking in with your hunger so you can use the hunger scale in order to do that the hunger scale is on google you can look it up and you can use that as well um for checking in with your hunger that's what we use at k coaching as well um for checking in with your hunger and um like knowing what fullness is where and things like that and if you're actually hungry or are you bored or are you minus eating or not and things like that so that can also really really help so yeah to sum up i hope you found value in this podcast and i hope this helped in giving some tips around breaking the binge restrict cycle and i know it's uncomfortable and i know it's really difficult to lean into the discomfort of probably eating more than what you're used to and still eating even after a weekend of maybe overeating and feeling very full but the minute you take those steps against what the usual cycle is that is you breaking the cycle and although it won't happen overnight it absolutely can happen if you're in a diet that's extremely restrictive that is really really not going to help you in your binge restrict cycle it's only going to add to it and it's only going to get worse my advice would be to not continue in that because it will only get worse and to make sure you reach out for support elsewhere my dms are always open and i will also leave links below to things like body wise and beat and things like that if um you feel like it's getting progressively worse but the reason i actually also did this is because you can intervene now if it's at a point where it isn't that bad where it's only happening occasionally and it's only on like the disordered eating spectrum don't let it get to the point where it gets too bad where it develops into an eating disorder if you're already aware of that because that is essentially where it might go if it's not intervened so yeah that is all for today i think and if anyone needs any more help or has any questions for me, just make sure to pop me a DM or you can send me an email. I'm always happy to help. And as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. And thanks so much to everyone for all the love on the podcast. Like, you've no idea how much it means to me. Like, honestly, you are the best in the world. You really, really are. The support is just incredible. Um, and I appreciate it so much. So, yeah, thank you so much. And I will talk to you all soon. Bye, guys. Chat soon.